Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the TBU Think Commercial Podcast. My name is Rob and here are the stories we thought you should know about this week. First, we will talk about the digital health market and then we will discuss Amazon's entrance into the gaming market. For our first story, we thought it would be important to discuss a hot topic area, which is digital health. Digital health is a simple concept, it's the use of technology to help improve individuals' health and wellness. The global digital health market was valued at 110 billion US dollars in 2019 and is expected to reach 510 billion US dollars by 2025, with the sector expected to grow around 30% every year. These statistics alone showcase how the growth of digital health is unscaled, which is why Sylvia, our technology correspondent, will unpack this trend further. Over to you. Thank you for the introduction, Rob. You might be wondering what factors contribute to the enormous market size of digital health. Well, machine learning has provided a floodgate of new opportunities. You have electronic health records, mobile health, healthcare analytics, and telemedicine, which are pieces that contribute to the digital health pie. For this episode, firstly, I wanted to talk about electronic health records, which are essentially a digitalized version of a patient's paper charts, and the role that Amazon has played in this space. And the role of big tech in this space would be to facilitate the process of either accessing or handling medical health records. Amazon have come up with a software system called Amazon Comprehend Medical. This uses AI to mine patients' electronic data. This software is sold to hospitals, pharmaceuticals, researchers, and medical healthcare providers. How it works is that hospitals can upload medical data to Amazon Web Services, and then the software analyzes the data and presents it to the doctors in the form of a spreadsheet. Doctors and researchers could use this to identify trends that humans may not even be able to notice. This could be groundbreaking for research since it allows doctors to shift through tons of patient data to find strong candidates for research studies. For instance, if you're a researcher, you could use the spreadsheet using keywords to look for patients, for instance, with a history of cancer and who have recently been diagnosed with melanoma, and the application will shift through tons of patient data for you. However, here we're presented with two major concerns. First, there's still a long way to go with fixing the bugs within the system and the way they mine the data. Think inaccuracies and coding problems. And second, the problem which extends outside of electronic health records is privacy. Amazon does claim that they cannot view the information as it is encrypted. However, no encryption is perfect. Hacking can mean that accessing your private information can make you unemployable or uninsurable. Another company who's making big strides in digital health is Apple. In 2019, CEO Tim Cook made a statement that said, Apple's greatest contribution to mankind will be health. This was when they announced the latest Apple Watch, which could take ECGs, which is a simple test that can be used to check your heart's rhythm and electrical activity, detect their falls, and call 911. They are also using the health app to make medical records easier to access. Not only that, but they're making plays in research innovation and conducting large studies with medical institutions and letting Apple users enroll in studies directly from their phones. This is essentially allowing users and people to reestablish their relationship with the healthcare industry. This all sounds like groundbreaking work towards a more advanced future with better healthcare access. Think about the U.S., which has no universal health care and how most individuals rely on their insurance to cover their medical expenditures. And also think about the millions who don't have access to proper health insurance. If we go across the pond to the U.K., it will make the role of the NHS easier and increase trust between patients and healthcare staff. Now, because we are facing a global pandemic, there is increasing urgency to further develop digital health. 
Healthcare traditionally has been a very tightly regulated market, but with COVID acting as a catalyst for our reliance on technology, governments are supporting digital health to streamline the process of doctors and industry professionals to become more efficient and to be able to advise patients remotely. And lastly, from a lawyer's perspective, here are things that you should consider when evaluating digital health. First, you have the medical device regulation. If your digital health solution has a medical purpose, there's risk it will be regulated as a medical device in the EU. And secondly, think about the hurdles in using patient data, data privacy, medical confidentiality, and cybersecurity. In the EU, you can look at GDPR or in the UK, factor in common law duty of confidentiality between doctors and patients. Third, you have registration requirements for regulated activities. Fourth, you have liability. And five, you have market access. I really hope you found this hot topic intellectually stimulating. Back to you, Rob. This week in gaming news, we're looking at Amazon's entrance into the gaming market. Now, this might seem strange as Amazon is mainly known for its e-commerce business. However, it has decided to break into this market with a goal of becoming the Netflix for gaming and competing with the likes of Microsoft's Xbox Gaming Pass, Sony's PlayStation Now and Google Stadia. And if you're wondering why its competitors won't really be serial console makers like Nintendo, it's because Google and Microsoft are companies that, like Amazon, can build high-speed streaming services. I will now be passing it over to Ginnika, who will be discussing this story in more detail and what this move could mean for Amazon. Thanks, Rob. Amazon has decided to launch Luna, a service that lets gamers play without having to pay for expensive game consoles or games. The subscription-based service will cost $5.99 per month and offer games that can be played on PCs, televisions, tablets and smartphones. A UK price hasn't been announced just yet. And for the gamers listening now, the service promises to offer popular games such as Resident Evil, Assassin's Creed and Sonic the Hedgehog. This is a very strategic move by Amazon, as the gaming market is expected to surpass $200 billion in revenue later this year, so it is only right that Amazon would want a slice of the pie. Amazon isn't the first time in this market either. In 2014, it bought the gamer-focused internet live streaming company Twitch. Dave Limp, a senior vice president who leads Amazon's devices and services group, said that close ties to Twitch, as well as seamless game streaming enabled by Amazon's cloud computing group, would aid the company in appealing to players not served by high-end consoles. But what else could have inspired Amazon to make such a move? Well, it may be the traffic patterns that it observed in its cloud computing division, Amazon Web Services. All of this is a little reminiscent of when Amazon decided to launch Prime Video, as a result of seeing that 35% of evening traffic on Amazon Web Services was on Netflix. Clearly, Amazon is a company that sees an opportunity in the market and takes it. The interesting thing about this new offering by Amazon, in comparison to one of its competitors, Google Stadia, is the Twitch integration. You see, when gamers watch their favorite Twitch streamer playing a game on Luna, they'll instantly be able to play that same game on Luna themselves because, well, Amazon owns the streaming platform. With Stadia, analysts have said that when it first launched, it didn't have enough games and it had the wrong economic model in which users had to pay a monthly subscription fee, but then were still charged extra for on-demand content. And if you're wondering if all of this is a paid ad for Amazon, it's not. It's simply a commercial news story that you could bring up when discussing how companies compete within the market, particularly growing markets like gaming and even podcasting. You could even tie it into the introduction of Reels on Instagram, a competitor of TikTok. 
And in case you're wondering, a launch date for Luna hasn't been set yet. For now, it's back to you, Rob. As always, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the podcast. If you have any questions, then make sure to email us at thebusinessupdate.team at gmail.com or on our social media pages. But for now, stay safe and stay commercially aware. Thank you from the TBU team.